You should celebrate yourself every day, but some days you should celebrate with jewelry. Whether you want to commemorate an unforgettable moment or just bring some added sparkle to your collection, Blue Nile can offer you expert guidance and a wide assortment of jewelry of the highest quality at the best price. Go to BlueNile.com today and experience the ease and convenience of shopping Blue Nile, the original online jeweler since 1999. That's BlueNile.com. BlueNile.com. Yeah, sure. It's a strange times, Michael, no doubt. Um, like everyone else, I suppose we, we, we were just in the ticketings and, and uh, the whole thing was, was swept away from us. But um, sure, I suppose the only consolation, Michael, is that we're all in it together. But uh, you'd certainly miss it, nor in the fine weather. But I suppose health is is, is the most important thing here, and um, we just have to wait and see. And of course, for somebody like yourself that has been immersed in football all your life, suddenly to have no training and nothing to to look forward to, it's a it's a big challenge. It is. It is. Um, I I suppose you know I'm kind of coming towards the end of of the thing there now, Michael, and. Um, I, I suppose, you know, I, I think it's it's extremely hard on a, on a guy that's in his prime, you know. Um, uh, I suppose guys that are moving towards the end of their career, um, kind of in one way, it is less a trend you kind of need now at this time of your career. But uh, at the same time, it, it it's just, it's, it's very, very strange times. And um, like I say, for a man in his prime, you know, it's it's... It's a tough one, you know. It's a, it's a tough one not to be playing football at this time of the year. And um, like we certainly hope that 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 will be back in action, please God, later on in the year. But it's just very hard to know. Because of the part of the country you come from, Kilnarmatra, I suspect that football was always on the agenda from literally the minute you could uh, run around at home. Yeah, yeah. Like I suppose my father would have been. Um, very much a football man and um, you know as a young lad um, I suppose since I was four or five years old he he, he, he used to bring myself and, and, and three other brothers he, we, we were thrown into the car and any any game club games that were happening around the place we were we were brought there and obviously into county as well any Cork games uh, the same scenario but yeah we were we were very much immersed in the thing alright and um you know, I suppose being close to the border as well, uh, no hurling. Um, football was 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 the was the only game in town, and um, yeah, we 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 were totally immersed in the thing, alright. And of course, then it kind of all paid off that uh, taking you around to matches when you got involved with the Cork Miners in 1999. Yeah, um, yeah, sure. Look, there was a kind of a process to it. I suppose it started at. It started on the 16 level. Um, obviously, you know, it's, it's there to this day probably, you know, when obviously at club level, if you were doing well enough, you you, you went on to Mosgrey and um, that happened for me at the time, uh, the Mosgrey under 16 team. And from there then, if we were good enough, you, you, you transferred on to the, the Cork under 16 team. And um, I I met a lot of guys, a lot of guys I'm still friendly with on that Um that team and um, again, I suppose that projects you on then further on again then to, to minor level. Um, so uh, in '99, uh, I was 17, I suppose at the time, and um, I got my first trial, minor trial down in Bandon. I'll always remember it. And um, 
As well as I said, it started from there, and uh, I made the minor team that year. Then my first game against Limerick, and I played corner back then for for all that year. And uh, we did, we did, we had an exceptional team, to be honest with you. That year we is yes, when I think about it. I, 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 looking back, Michael, I'd say, and having looked back at pictures, I, I was the smallest um, player by far, and I was not small by any means, but or by any means, but. Um, I, they always said that it was one of the biggest minor teams that that came out of Cork. Nearly every one of them were six foot or over. Like you'd like to run and Corden, or Nick Collins, Damien Delaney, Jacob Noel Furlong. There was David Niblock. They were all huge men. But um, Mayo caught us in the semi-final, and uh, it was disappointing. It was disappointing, but. Um, I was lucky enough then to obviously have another year minor level then, and uh, as you know, then with 2000, um, it was a different ball game again. Yeah, you made up for it in uh, in 2000, and of course, uh, beat Mayo in the final itself. Yeah, yeah. Um, again, you know, we we a we a well balanced team, and um, yeah, like all that year, you know, we 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 were lucky to be honest, which definitely wasn't. Uh, as big physically big a team as the year before but you know like I say we had a good balance but we very nearly got caught against Clare above an above an Innes in the first round and um, then obviously the game against Kerry in the Muster final then was above in Limerick and um, that was a tough one but we just about squeezed through and uh, we had Derry then in the semi-final again another tough game and uh, Mayo we, we actually was probably, in a way, it was probably the game we were most comfortable in. But um, we, I think, we won that by five points in the finish up. But yeah, two twelve to uh, two twelve to thirteen points. To thirteen, yeah, yeah, I, yeah, I was a, it was a, I, you know, minor. That was that was a year I'll never forget. You know, I made some great friends and friends to this day. And um, yeah, sure, their memories will always will always hold. And you mentioned, of course, uh, the first year, 1999, being cornerback. Were you always destined to be a defender? Um, I, w- I, w- I would say so, yeah. I would say so. You know, um, at club level growing up, um, yeah, it was always kind of my position, you know, either centre-back or wing-back or possibly cornerback, but more in the half-back line, really. And um, obviously, on the age, then you were probably playing around midfield, but um, you know, if I was a couple of years younger now on a, on a maybe an older team, uh, I'd have been playing in the back line more more often than that. And of course, then the next year was two thousand and one, and you uh, went up the ladder to uh, under twenty one and wound up with a monster under twenty one medal. And of course, you were beaten in the uh, in the All Ireland semi final that year. We were, we were. Um, Again, yeah, another, another, you know, the, the, it was, it was, that was another very good team to be involved in. To be fair, um, uh, I always remember that time. You know, the Triwan Championship was different that time uh, in relation to the time of the year. No, I can't think right, but it started early in the year, and then you had a, you had a massive layoff then by two or three months to the to the All Ireland semi final, and um, you know, we Tyrone, we beat Limerick in the Munster final. That was a good Limerick team, actually, and um, I think they were they were slightly fancy to win that, and uh, we won the Munster final, and then obviously had Tyrone then in the semi final. And Tyrone, I suppose, it was definitely ten of that Tyrone team went on to win 
win all the three all Ireland with Tyrone. Uh, they, they had a very good team, Mulligan and Stephen O'Neill, Carmel McInnell and all the rest of them, and um, Kevin Hughes, yeah, sure could go on. They had a great team, but we we never got going in the first half of it. Jeez, um, like so we were down eight or nine points at half time, but we rallied in the second half, but the gap was too big, it was too late. Um, but uh, it, was a, it was a shame, but they, they were they were a very good Tyrone team, they won the All-Ireland after. But... Um, yeah. And of course, Noel in 2001, there was also success uh, with the Cork Juniors. There was indeed, yeah. And again, you know, again, um, I suppose <clears throat> it all adds up, you know, it's all experience. And, um, you know, you, 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 you come across many challenges at junior level as well, uh, come across many good players that, that, that test you out. And um, again, you know, that was a great learning call for myself, and I enjoyed it very much. And um, yeah, we went on and won the won the dollar in junior that time above in Innocent Clare, yeah. And then I suppose to, it was natural that the the seniors were going to come knocking at your door. Yeah, sure. <clears throat> I suppose they had been knocking. Uh, they had been knocking all along. I always, I always remember it. I suppose again, it's, it's a memory I'll never forget. Um, when we won the minor All Ireland. Um, in 2000 I always remember Larry Tompkins was the senior manager at the time and uh, we came down to King Station in Cork and it was a wet evening and um, we, we we got out at the station anyway and Larry was there to meet us and um, I knew that he was kind of uh, I could see him from afar and I could see that he was it looked like he was kind of half waiting for me to come over and uh, eventually anyway the two of us met and he said, look, we're training next Tuesday night. He said, uh, I'd like you to come in, he said, and uh, see what you think of it. So uh, I think it was the, I'd say uh, we didn't go in that Tuesday. It was the Tuesday after. I think we had about a week between it anyway. And um, in I went. And to be honest, I never left it until I retired. Um, but I always remember the first the first three months I was there. My father never knew I was inside there. He was dead against dead against me playing at such a young age with the senior team, and um, I was undercover. I'd say for the first three months. Um, training and how how did you, how did you explain to your father where you were for the couple of hours? I he I, he, he, he like that in the story we made up some old tale anyway, but it all came out eventually because the senior the senior league. Was was uh, you remember yourself? It was before Christmas uh, that time, and uh, the first round or two of it was before Christmas. And um, we play, we played Limerick below on Parky Keeve, and uh, I think it was around December time. And geez, I came on and uh, I, I scored a goal, and um, <laughs> of course I, I presumed it was on the paper or some damn thing the following day, anyway, and sure he got wind of it and. Uh, Oh, geez, let me tell you now, it was, a, it was a proud moment, but all was in my head, and it was, what in the hell will himself say now when I when he hears about it? And I can tell you now, he, he wasn't too happy about it, but anyhow, he, he softened out after a while. I know I know your mother quite well, and I'm just wondering, how the hell did she manage to uh, to keep the secret? Yeah, 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 yeah. She, she, yeah to, to be fair, no, <clears throat> I, I'd have no issue in telling her in here. She, she's good enough to keep a secret, all right, but... Um, she did. She did. To be fair, to her, no, she 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 kept it. Uh, she kept it tight enough. Thanks be to God. But um, 
And like I pre- everything. I presume, Noel, for a young fella going in the age you were, going in and joining some of the established guys, like and even having Larry Tompkins, who was such a renowned player, coming and talking to you and ask you to come in, like you'd almost be, be trembling with fear, I suspect. Yeah, there, there, I mean, there were some fantastic players that time. Um, sure, I suppose none more so, I suppose, than, than you know... Obviously, I'd be very close to Balabona and Anthony there now. I'd have been very close to him there and obviously seeing him progressing all along. Um, it was always an ambition to play with him and train with him and, uh, you know, to go in and get that opportunity was massive. And sure, Nemo were very prominent at the time and sure, the likes of Colin Cochrane and Joe and all them, sure, you know, I was only dying to, again, train and play with him. And um, I suppose another guy that I, I'd have grown up uh, very much idolising was Kirana Sullivan, you know, that great Orden team. I, I, I remember touching that years ago there. My father bring me to them great games there back in Ballingary, the I think it was the county semi-final. Yeah, the, tr- the three games the, against, the three uh, games uh, against Middleton, against yeah. Middleton, yes. That's right. Um, and uh, obviously Kiran that day uh, in the three of them was outstanding, but, um, you know, just going and meeting them guys, actually it was, it was huge. I, uh, you know, yeah, you could say that it was very, very nervous going in there, but um, ah, they were great, great guys, every one of them, you know, they made me feel very much at home, and, um, you know, they kind of befriended me very quickly there, and, uh, yeah, we settled down there very fast, now, to be fair, and, like you say, Larry, then, obviously, another man, again, growing up, my father would have gone to a lot of the Castle Haven games, and um, uh, brought us to them, and, um, look at Larry, and Niall, and John, and the rest of the Haven team, um, you know, it was a great honour, all right, to, for, for, for Larry to, to ask me in there. Unfortunately, Noel, turned, 2003 turned out to be a bit of a disaster. It was Larry's last year in charge, and really it was a year to forget. It was, it was, it was disappointing. Um, I I suppose, Michael, at the time, I, I just touched on it there, Nemo were extremely prominent, you know, at the time, and it was a superb club team, and, um, I, you know, it was, I suppose, we trained an awful lot in the league without Nemo because they'd obviously won the club championship and gone on to the All Ireland series. And um, you know yourself, it's like like club level there when you miss your county players, you have to you have to work with what you have, and then you start building, you start building a pattern of play, or you know you 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 work with what you have, and uh, then all of a sudden you had an influx of of the Nemo guys coming in and. It kind of changed the whole dynamic then again, and um, I just, I just, I always remember that time. Like uh, we had been motoring fairly okay during the year, and then Nemo had won the All Ireland club, and then all of a sudden they came in, and it, it just the whole dynamic was changed then again, and it was like you know just Larry kind of had to had to kind of move with it then again and change the thing up. And um, then Limerick came on us and they were a very hungry Limerick team. And I just felt as a collective, all of us kind of, we hadn't enough done, you know. And um, they looked, they, they really blew us away. And um, that's common then, obviously, in the in the, in the the playoffs. Um, same story, like they were a really hungry team and we just didn't recover from the Limerick game. And it was that, was... It wasn't a nice, you know, a nice way for Larry to finish up, you know, and he didn't deserve that either. But, 
look, that's just the way it was at the time and um, that's the way the cookie crumbles, as I said. Of course, the next uh, manager you came across was the great uh, Billy Morgan, uh, who was involved uh, up to uh, 2007. Yeah, sure. Uh, Billy, again, sure, it was, it was uh, an amazing opportunity to, to, to train under Billy. And um, sure, like like everything, we'd, we'd heard so much about him and all the stories about him. And um, it, it, he certainly didn't disappoint anyway. Um, you know, he, he just had an unbelievable hunger for cock football. And... Um, you know, he was he was a great fit at that time because obviously the disappointment of, of, of losing the year before, you know, Cork football was probably at a low ebb and um we needed someone like Billy to come in and, and, and bring the spirit back in there again and um he certainly achieved that. You know? And and um, why 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 was he so special? It just it just meant just cock meant everything to him, uh, Michael. It you know, it it just it just flowed through him, and um, like his passion for it was, that man would, that man would break down crying in front of you, you know, for the jersey. It was he was just kind of oh, I don't know. He was just very infectious, and it just meant everything to him. That that was basically it. We just couldn't really say much more than that. Um, I certainly have never come across the likes of it uh, since. You know, it, um, it was just just the way the man was, you know. And, and, may, and maybe, Noel, in a nice way, he hated Kerry with a passion. He did. He did. And, yeah, like you said, you know, <laughs> he, 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 how would I put this now? Like, he, um, how would I say, I suppose, he, he respected them in a way, but Jesus Christ on the day, I mean, there was no respect shown, you know, Um when you went over the white line, like it was, it was buried him, and that was it, you know. And um, that was his attitude. And uh, like the build-up to Kerry games were, were were extremely special with with Billy, and like a very very smart guy as well, you know. Like I suppose Billy can be seen as very hot-headed and this and that, but he he moves with the times very much, you know. He's he's a very progressive manager, and you know, even to this day, like. You can see a lot of managers kind of left behind um, with their way of thinking, but Billy, Billy was a very forward-thinking manager, you know, and um, very progressive. And players just, just they absolutely loved him. And of course, for the various years that I'm talking about now, four, five, six, and maybe seven, they were a real bogey team. They were, they were. Um, I suppose, you know, you have to be realistic about it. Um, you know, when you'd sit back and I suppose just look back in it, um, they were probably, you know, they were that just that bit better than Cork at the time. Um, you know, we had great battles down in Killarney, and um, you know, games that we second left behind us really. Um, I think we drew them two or three times with Billy uh, down there, but um, uh, they were just pro- you know. Kerry had a very good balanced team at the time and probably had slightly more experience than us as well. And you just have to hold your hand up. I thought that, you know, looking back, they were probably just that bit better than us, but um, certainly brought us on uh, an awful lot in going forward. And of course, Noel, there's no worse place to be than Fitzgerald Stadium and being beaten by Kerry. There's not, there's not. But, um, but at the same time, 
there's nothing beats it either. You know, um, the build up there and just the atmosphere inside the Fitzgerald Stadium, it's amazing. You know, when when the thing gets going there, you know, um, it's geez, it's it's a, it's a special place to be fair. Um, but I, like I say, you know, we we had no joy down there in my time playing there. But, uh, you know, we, we, we came very, very close there. Like, uh, I think we drew three or four times there. Like, and there were games that we should have, you know, could have got over the line there. Um, but, you know, it, it it is what it is now. And um, there were still great memories and, and, and some great games. And, of course, for Cork supporters, and I don't know whether the players would say the same or not, if you were to say, would it be Killarney or Parky Cueve, they'd always opt for Killarney. They will, they will. I suppose it's just the atmosphere of the place, and I suppose, I suppose we all know. I suppose it, it certainly has to do with where the where the pitch is positioned as well. You're very close to the town of Killarney, and um, everything is just a walk away there. Um, but it is, you know, there's no doubt there is something, something special about the place. All right, but um, it's not take away from Cork either, though. You know, Parky Keeve. And most of the final days is extremely special as well, and um, they're just they're just brilliant days. And of course, Noel, the other problem that you were having with Kerry was that uh, yes, you were having to play them in Munster, but then they suddenly started turning up in All Ireland finals against Cork as well. Yeah, yeah, I suppose that was that was yeah that was that <laughs> wasn't that wasn't um, you know uh, very eventful all right when it hit Crop Park, but. Um, yeah, they they seem to up the gears there, all right. Um, there's no doubt about that. Um, but again, I don't think I suppose the two years that really stick out, Michael, for me, you know, I I, I can't have no crams with Terry Beatius there in in in, in most of those games, bar zero uh, eight um, when we drew with them, and uh, in the replay, you know, we 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 really had him on the rack um, with two or three minutes to go. And um, I, I remember Darren Sullivan <coughs> uh, slipped through the, the defence and, and, and offloaded to Cooper, I'd say, with a couple of minutes to go, and they got a goal. And we had we had all the momentum, and that just killed us at the time, and I think they beat us by a couple of points in the finish. And obviously, 0-9 then was, was certainly a, a hard one to take. Um, that's probably the hardest one, really. And of course in 2008 and nine, and we'll talk about 10 a little later on, of mm. course you were playing under a new manager, Conor Cunningham. Yeah, sure. Again, uh, you know, we spoke about Larry and Billy again. Conor was a different type of man then again, you know, um, very cool and reserved, but again a very, very progressive manager and pushed the right buttons all the time. And um, certainly, like, uh, I, I think he's, He's a man that probably uh, doesn't get enough credit for what he has done. Um, you know, when you look back on his CV, you know, it's 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 an extremely strong CV in in that uh, in his time in Valdez. I mean, to win four four national league titles in an All Ireland and uh, three or four Munster titles as well. On top of that, you know, there's there's managers would kill for that and. Um, he went about his business in in, in an ex, in an excellent way, and um, like I say, just very cool and reserved. But you know, was it was a, was an excellent um, manager and, and and a great players man. 
2009 then was another um, another momentous year. Of course, she had, as you mentioned a while ago, lost the final after a replay in 2008. And then in, in 2009, uh, Kerry were facing you again. And of course, there was a, a famous incident involving yourself. And uh, I don't know whether he's a friend of yours or not, Mr. Paul Gallivan. Oh, God, yes. Um, yeah, yeah there, was, there was a few of them, but um, yeah, that, that was... Yeah, Jacob. And I think it was twasn't uh, my 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 sweetest memory. Now I can tell you. Um, yeah, that was down in Parky Keeve. Um, I always saw that one at Conan. Jacob, uh, we didn't talk for a couple of weeks after, but um, yeah, it was it was it was it was, uh, was, was a fair old battle. I suppose the most I suppose the frustrating thing for me at the time, I suppose, was was that. Um, I had very much got on top of him, you know, during the game and um, in the first half. But there was a lot of niggle there, and um, it it carried on for most of the first half. And uh, obviously, it went a bit slightly over the top, and uh, the two of us got cut out. And uh, all I can say, Michael, is that when I got the road, it was it was I I felt fairly fairly bad. No hitting out towards the sideline, but. To see him get in the road after made the thing a small bit better for me. I can tell it now. And Noel, uh, obviously you mentioned the needle. What, what would be going on between the two of you? Because I suspect that you're two like-minded individuals. Yeah. Well, uh, I suppose one thing I would clarify, Michael, and I suppose, uh, again, it's it's something that I would have heard of down through the years and you'd hear it being said around the place and I suppose... You know, it's. <clears throat> I, I'd certainly like to be straight about things, you know, in regards to whether it's Galvin or whoever, but, you know, I often heard that he said certain things to me during the game, you know, to upset me or vice versa. And would you believe, I don't think we ever, we ever said a bad word to each other out in the field. It was just, I don't know, whatever it was, we just, we just freaking sparked off each other and it was just needle from the very go. And um, I don't know, we just rubbed each other up the wrong way. But like I say, in relation to, you know, you'd often hear the sledging and this, you know, this carry on going on in games. That was never the case with him. And I, 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 I give him that much. And would you ever have um, maybe gone for even since you retired? Have you ever met the man and maybe sat down and had a, a drink or a cup of tea with him? No, I, I haven't, to be honest with you. I suppose your life throws lads in different directions and um, when he finished I suppose he moved to Dublin and um, you know the chances chance chance of us meeting Michael I suppose would have been fairly slim you know like I say he I'd say he has a fairly hectic schedule there now with what he's at and um, we just never crossed paths after but you're right to be honest which I mean if it was a case that, that we did ever cross paths I've no doubt that there'd be no problem in having a pint or having a cup of coffee or whatever there um, you know what's done is done now and I'm sure he, he he thinks the same thing. And of course, Noel, that um, that All Ireland final in 2009 will, was is still being spoken about because of what happened nearly before the ball was thrown in between uh, Nicholas Murphy and Ty Kennelly. Yeah, sure, it is, it is. But um, I suppose, <coughs> like that, Michael. You know, people are very quick to forget that that Cork scored one two after that. You know, and raced into a four five point lead. Um, it wasn't the case that the camp just folded up. Um, I, I, I just, I just, 
the bottom line is that you know halfway through that second half, Michael, we had a huge opportunity to to push on. You know, and um, it's it's a thing that I I always think of to this day. You know, with quarter hour to go, you know, we were coming and coming, and I always remember uh, looking out the sideline and. Jack O'Connor was running up and down the sideline. Uh, it was he was very close to me, and there was just a state of panic on him, you know. And I just I said to myself at the time, with Quarven Otwa, I said we have this, and we missed three we, we missed three points. I'd say from about twenty five thirty yards out, one after another, we were point down at the time, and I always said if we drew level with Kerry at that stage, we'd have won that game by five or six points. And we just, just couldn't fucking get that score to, to to push us on. And you know, people talk about Kerry beating Cork in that zero nine final. I always say, you know, Cork beat Cork that day. You know, it wasn't Kerry beat Cork; it was ourselves. You know, we had the opportunity to 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 to, to push on there towards the end, and um, we just didn't take those scores. And obviously, the the, the rest is history. Kerry went down the field and got that. That point to put them up uh, yeah. two points, and um, they kicked on the last two scores then to to see it out. But yeah, like that's that's certainly a, a tough one to take because it was, it, it, the toughest part is you know it wouldn't have been too bad if Kerry you know pushed away and 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 and, and you know were the better team on the day. But we we had it in our hands, and that's that was the most disappointing aspect of us, you know. Let's uh, now move on to the very very special year that was two thousand and ten. What were you expecting, we'll say, at the start of 2010 after what happened in 2009? We spoke about that before the break. What was the expectation going into the campaign of 2010? It was very simple, Michael. It was was to win the All-Ireland. And um, that meant no matter what came in our way, you know, that that, that we were going to get over that hurdle no matter what. And um, the focus was very much in winning that All-Ireland. But... I can clearly remember, you know, again with Conan, you know, very level-headed. It was a game-by-game process, and um, it was just to get over every hurdle one by one and um, see it out, and that was very much the focus. And was it a big downer then that Kerry uh, got the better hand, the, the upper hand by just a single point in the semi-final in Munster? Um, it 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 was and it wasn't, you know. Um, Again, I suppose it's not different to know. We were hitting a time when, you know, peaking was 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 uh, a very important aspect of 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 of, uh, of a setup, and uh, we were very much gearing towards hitting our peak around August time. And while it was disappointing at the time, we'd certainly never felt that, you know, the year was gone. Um, we just refocused and um, and 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 got got up on the the horse again, as I said. And of course, the first uh, day out with that horse was in Parky Cueve on the tenth of July. I think it was a Saturday, and it was a miserable Saturday, if I remember, uh, weather-wise, against uh, Cavan, who were very very poor on the day, and he won one nineteen to four points, and that was probably a huge boost to be back on the wagon again. It was. It was. Um, yeah, sure. I, I remember. My brother got married in Italy, and uh, uh, the week coming into the cabin game, and I, I, I always remember being over in Italy and obviously being on the dry there, and 
get his flight home then I think the, the Thursday night while the rest of them were left over and Jesus uh, let me tell you now I <laughs> I was regretting I didn't have a, a glass of wine or some bloody thing over there after after what Kevin produced but but like that in the story they're the sacrifices you make and and uh, and damn glad of it too to be fair but um, they were Jesus they were really they were really poor now alright to be fair they were, they were no real test um it's hard to know, you know, whether it was a good thing for us or not. But again, it was, it was like Conan, uh, you know, it was one hurdle over and it was on to the next thing then, you know. And that next thing then was the following Sunday week and a journey that she don't nor- normally go to, uh, down to Wexford Park to take on the locals and, of course, won quite easily. Won quite easily, yeah. But another another damp, wettish day. But um, again, when we kind of got up and running, to be fair, you know, uh, we sought out reasonably comfortably, to be fair, yeah. And then, of course, the following uh, the following Saturday on a Saturday evening, I think it was the only time in my life I ever had to get a Garda escort, got stuck in traffic in the dock road in Limerick, and such was the crowd uh, trying to get into the match, and I had all the equipment for the radio. The Garda had to escort me into the ground, and, of course, she won that by the skin of your teeth. We did indeed, yeah, yeah. Again... Kind of on the home straight, we were reasonably comfortable and um, Limerick squeezed the goal. I think we were up three points at the time uh, with time almost up and Limerick squeezed the goal and uh, brought it to extra time. But um, it was probably a turning point for us, you know. Uh, again, you could you could look at it, uh, you know, two ways. You know, you could say, right, these boys are going to come here now and, you know, we're either going to take them on or we're not. And... Uh, I'll always remember, you know, the team talking side when we went in. You know, every lad was really, really up for it and it was just a case of let's go out here and, and finish the job. These lads, you know, Limerick are coming. They really think that they're going to roll us over. But we we really, really dug the, dug the teeth in. And, um, you know, it, that was a that was a turning point for us, you know. The, 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 we really needed to show a bit of battle there. And, and to be fair, we did. And then on to the quarter final and Ross Common, where the 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 opponent she won it in a way quite easily, won sixteen to ten points, and of course that set you up then for a mouth watering semi final against Dublin. It did indeed, yeah, it did. Um, yeah, you know, probably, definitely, uh, you know, a game that's well up there, which uh, being one of the best to be involved in. You know, the should atmosphere. With the dubs is, is is second to none, and um, that day was was unbelievable. I I I think Roy Keane was at that game, and he said it was one of the best atmospheres he was ever at in his life between soccer or any other sport. And you would have to agree, it was the stadium was was just shaking, and um, yeah, we were very nervous, um, very nervous to be honest with you. Um, I nervous, and I suppose. I, from what I can gather, Kerry, I think Kerry had lost to Down before that. And again, I suppose it's something we've never touched on, Michael, you know, and, and people, a lot of people don't know this, like, but there was only one team in our mind, you know, for most of, of 2010 um, in the back of our minds, and that was Kerry, you know. We were hoping and praying that we'd meet them in an all-out final and, and, and reverse what happened the year before. And I think that, you know, when they got knocked out, it was ours to lose, really. And um, I think it showed against Dublin a bit. Um, you know, we were nervous. We were a bit tentative-like. And um, again, 
you know, Dublin had come at us and they were coming hard, you know, down the straight. But, you know, when we needed to to turn the thing around, we, we, we kept chippy away at us and I think Colm O'Neill came on and um, kind of steadied the show a bit and kicked a few good scores and obviously Dunica as well. And we just kept coming and coming and got over the line. And then, of course, the All-Ireland final itself. Did you have to go back and maybe go back to the drawing board? You mentioned that you were expecting to be playing Kerry. It wasn't Kerry. It was down. He had got over Dublin, would have gone in as the favourites. But did you have to go back and maybe do some proper homework on down? We did indeed, yeah. Like, you know, I suppose <clears throat> down, you know, have fallen away in, in a big way since, really. Um, but, you know... That year, the the, the 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 one thing they had was quality quality forwards, and um, they needed the utmost respect. And um, you know, having looked at our games in the lead up to it, you know, they 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 had huge pace, very skillful, and um, you know, we we really needed to be on our game to to to, to stop them. And um, yeah, well, like I mean, there had to be a lot of homework done on them, and. Um, we really, really assessed them all right in the couple of weeks coming into it. And then on the day itself, of course, it was a, a real nail-biter, got over the line by a single point, 16 points to 15. Daniel Goulding got nine, Dunnock O'Connor got five, Kieran Sheehan a point, and Paul Kerrigan a point, and some yeah. indiv- fantastic individual performances by nearly everyone on the field from a court point of view. Yeah, yeah, you know... It was a great feeling to get there eventually, and um, again, like it brought its own pressure. Like I say, I suppose we <clears throat> we were favourites coming into it, and again, when Kerry were gone, you know, it was always kind of to lose in a way. But that's not the way the thing goes. You have to prepare, and you have to you have to perform on the day. And again, I just felt uh, on the day we were we were a bit nervous, you know, and um, uh, the first half especially, and I think. When Graham came on, it kind of settled the ship a bit, and um, you know, in the second half, we clawed our way back into it, and we were probably never going to pull away because we, you know, I I think we were down four or five at half time, and you know, it was a nice nice lead to claw back, and when we when we got there, then you know, it was just a case of keeping our head out front, and um, which we did, we did, and uh, yeah, it was it was it was a great great relief to hear the whistle, no doubt. And fantastic for Graham that he was able to go up and lift the cup because, of course, the poor man couldn't start the game. And, of course, he's been, he was such an inspirational leader that uh, he got his just desserts when he was able to climb the Hogan stand. He did, Michael, and I suppose, you know, Graham, um, having played with him all my life, and, you know, been lucky to play with Graham and uh, a good friend of mine. But, um, you know, I know over the last few weeks, I suppose, you 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 see things on, on on the paper and on the phones there about great players down through the years, but to me, Michael, that there is there is no one will come near Graham Canty for me. You know, in the overall scheme of things, like you know, again, when you break Graham down and look at his career, like that man has been nominated for an All Star at cornerback, fullback, wingback, centre back, and midfield in five different positions, and like he is an All Star in three different positions. Like you look at all the great players, they all most of them have the luxury of playing in one position all their life. Like Graham has been moved around nearly all his career, and there's no doubt in my mind. Like if that man 
had the luxury of playing in one position, he'd have been one of the best of all time. And, and he, you know, to me, he's certainly one of the best of his generation and um, he should rightly be lauded for that. And I think as a cock footballer, he's certainly up there with, with definitely the best that, that, that we've produced. And um, uh, he deserves... So so much more credit than 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 what he, he he's getting, and obviously he's a very reserved man, and he wouldn't want any of it. But any of the great players, the likes of McGinney or Sean Kavanagh, they'll all say if they were to pick one person, it is Graham Kenty. And um, I mean, captained his country twice and got player of the tournament in Australia twice. You know, sure the man is he's 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 he's, he's out of this world and. Um, very, very lucky to have him, you know, and uh, an outstanding individual and great man off the field as well. We had some special nights then after he came back to Cork, then the homecoming, the very special night down in Bantry. Life is full of what ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. It's that time of the year. Your vacation is coming up. You can already hear the beach waves, feel the warm breeze, relax. And think about work. You really, really want it all to work out while you're away. Monday.com gives you and the team that peace of mind. When all work is on one platform and everyone's in sync, things just flow. Wherever you are, tap the banner to go to Monday.com. There's never been a faster or easier way to start your weight loss journey than with Plush Care. PlushCare accepts most insurance plans and gives you online access to board-certified physicians who can prescribe FDA-approved weight loss medications like Wigovi and ZepBound for those who qualify. Take charge of your health and speak with a board-certified physician about a weight loss plan that's right for you. Get started today at PlushCare.com slash weight loss. That's PlushCare.com slash weight loss. PlushCare.com slash weight loss. And of course... In your own village, it was so special for yourself to be able to welcome Sam Maguire, and I know you turned out to be a bit of a singer as well. Oh God, help us! I was, uh, I was, I was hoodwinked into that. All right, there was, a, there was a bit on there for that, and on, on the way up, on the way up to the Dáil Island, and uh, it was all fixed, of course, fixed for me to win it, and, and of course, I, I was laid down then, of course, for the next two months into. To sing in every parish and uh, Ash, we 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 great all times. It was alright to be fair and um, to to definitely to bring the cup to to Kilimanjaro was one of the proudest moments of my life, no doubt. And um, you know, just to, there's a picture there from the 1990 um, team and the cup had arrived in Kilimanjaro at that time and Lord of Mercy and Paddy Coney and and uh, Shanine Murphy and a few guys that are not with us anymore. In that picture, and to have to have the picture of of the cup up there alongside them now is is um, yeah it's it's, it's a great privilege. And I know Noel, what also makes you extremely proud and well admired is your the performances of your own club, and you've been such a part of it for I suppose since the the, the, the late nineties, and the fact that you're now playing uh, in the 
Premier Intermediate Championship says a huge amount about what you've done as a small club all down through the years. It has, Michael, you know, it, 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 I, I'm extremely proud of our club and, um, you know, we're an extremely, extremely small uh, parish and, um, you know, to, to have achieved what we've achieved is, is, is you know, it's, it's, um, it's, I take great pride in it, to be honest with you, and, um, you know, we have a lot of great people there, um, people that put in huge amount of work and obviously underage as well is hugely important, but, um yeah, you know, we we were a club that were probably struggling, you know, back in the the probably seventies, eighties, nineties, and you know, a crop of us kind of came at one time then and kind of injected a bit of youth into the into the team, and um, you know, slowly but surely we we, we started progressing, and um, yeah, no, we were we're I'm certainly very proud of my club, no doubt. I know certainly the numbers that she had training last year. It's just a pity they can't be training this year. And I know it was so disappointing to be beaten on a terribly bad night by Kenturk in last year's championship, which was, for a lot of people, that was a massive shock because you were uh, being spoken about as uh, going all the way to the county. Yeah, yeah. But, you know, to be fair, Michael, you know, to Kenturk, on the day, they, they they were the better team. Um, I suppose for ourselves, you know, the, the last year we probably had a, had, you know, in hindsight we actually had a good enough year, but we we had an awful lot on our plate, you know. Between I suppose we we won the Tom Creedon Cup final and we obviously got to the the the, the Keller Shield final and we played the Comortus then as well in Kerry and. We had an awful lot of games when probably clubs weren't having games, and um, just I suppose towards the end of the championship, it just felt like we were a bit overcooked. But at the same time, that wasn't taken away from Kentucky because you know I, I I would rate them as a as, as a as a very good club team, and on the day they were the better team. But um, look, this year was a new year, and we were certainly looking forward to it. And um, guys' focus was very much on, you know, improving on last year, but things are as they are now and we just have to wait and see. Well, hopefully there will be some action later on in the summer because I know that you're in a real group of death in the, in, in the Premier Intermediate Championship. We are indeed, you know. Uh, there's no team there anyway that, that can be taken lightly and um, uh, there's some really tough games ahead of us and I suppose... To start off, none more so than our neighbours, Balawarna, and um, you know it's supposed to be our first time playing them in Championship football. Um, their first team, and um, there'll be nothing in that game, please God, that 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 will go ahead this year sometime. But um, that'll be a huge game, huge game for the locality, and um, certainly a game you know that we were very up for. And um, like I say, we've not agreed, and 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 Vincent's two excellent teams as well. So. We certainly will have our hands full. Well, I'm sure, Noel, hopefully we will have action later on in the year and uh, uh, that you're still going to be involved because I know your heart and soul is in is in Kilnamartra. Yeah, please, God. You know, we're, 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 we're hoping and praying that that'll be the case. And um, like I say, Michael, look, if, 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 if the thing doesn't turn out as we'd like, you know, that's, that's life. And I, again, I'd reiterate, the most important thing is, is health and that everyone comes out of this okay and um, 
we all love our football and hurling and whatever, but you know, we have to be sensible about the thing as well. And if 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 it means not playing, it means not playing. But you know, please God, you know, by the end of the year, the thing will be after turning. Imagine the softest sheets you've ever felt. Now imagine them getting even softer over time. That's what you'll feel with Bowling Branch's organic cotton sheets. In a recent customer survey, 96% replied that Bowling Branch sheets get softer with every wash. Start getting your best night's sleep in these sheets that get softer and softer for years to come. Try their sheets with a 30-night guarantee. Plus, get 15% off your first order at BowlingBranch.com. Code BUTTERY. Exclusions apply. See site for details. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.